0: Welcome into the Joey Morales show. It's been uh, over a calendar year, I think, since we've done the last episode. The show just refuses to die. Uh, We are back joined with Eric Stairs and Dirk Nielsen to talk about the NCAA tournament. Eric, how are you doing? You've been watching a ton of college basketball, as I've
1: heard. Well, whenever you don't have any friends... All you can really do is sit at home and watch college basketball. So uh, has it been fruitful? Probably not. Has it been fun? Most definitely. Eric,
2: how about yourself? How's it going, everyone? Uh, Yeah, I haven't watched as much college basketball as Eric because I have maybe a few more friends. But, uh, you know, I've got my potentially trash picks for you. So let's do it.
0: All right, so we have partially filled in this bracket mostly to save time and also because you don't really care about our picks anyways. So the first pick we're going to talk about is OU versus Missouri. Now, I personally have a strong um, Big 12 bias for the entirety of this uh, bracket, I will say, um, but we'll kick it to Eric. Who do you like here in this matchup?
1: Well, I like Oklahoma. Again, I'm absolutely partial to the Big 12 just because that's what I – Spent most of my time watching, but I mean, just if you look right at ESPN, they'll tell you that that OU's got a 66% chance of winning. I'm not sure how much I really buy into those numbers, but throughout the season, I just really not been able to count on Missouri to win games. So I'm really picking more against Missouri here than I am for Oklahoma. Any
2: strong opinions, Dirk? Well, I had this as Mizzou, you know, while – you know, I get the big 12 bias. Uh, we're also UT alumni fellas. Come on, man. Oh, you sucks. So, you know, anyways, Mizzou's lines plus one and a half. So, I mean, it was like damn near pick them. So, you know, I'm just going with Mizzou here, but you know, one versus two on the vote. I Guess OU goes on.
0: Yeah. So that is the rules for how we will decide this tournament. Um, best two out of 3 We'll move on. So moving on next, we got Creighton, um, versus UCSB. Um, I think uh, Dirk might have an upset here in the making. Do you like any any five verse twelve upset here, Eric or Derek, or do you think that's coming later?
2: Well, for me, I have Creighton going on. I've, I believe uh, Eric is the one that is, feels a little strongly for UCSB, so you might want to talk towards that.
1: Yeah. So there are times whenever Creighton looks like cold blooded killers. Um, they have a, really an outstanding set of players and there are other times that they do not play up to their standards and we i i like picking mid-majors in 512 matchups because they want to prove to like they want to prove themselves on a national stage and ucsb steamrolled their Commerce tournament and they have uh, a set of players who have experience playing against um, you know high major level schools. Um, I don't know any of their names but um, I promise this game will be extremely close and Creighton could very well win but gotta pick a 512 somewhere.
0: Yeah and 512 is the most popular upset. Um, you know what let's get a little greasy early on. I'll go UCSB. Oh. Um, okay, moving on to Virginia. <laughs> Derek is uh, overdue so far. Moving on to Virginia, Ohio. Um, now, Virginia, most famously known for their uh, loss as a number one seed, the only one in NCAA tournament history. Um, Derek, do you have the great state of Ohio beating the Cavaliers here?
2: No, I don't. I got Virginia going on. Uh, you know, Don't have any strong feelings, just – Picking the four
1: CG. Eric? Um, <laughs> I think Ohio is going to win. Um, they score a lot of points. It'll be interesting. I, this is one of the games um, of, of several where the two teams' styles are very different. We all know that Virginia loves sitting back and, and kind of slowing the game down, whereas Ohio is definitely going to. Try to push it. Um, They just have a lot of talented offensive players. So again, it could go either way. But I, I just don't trust Virginia. They're coming off COVID concerns, um, and it really I've been generally unimpressed with them throughout the season. So uh, yeah, let's let's get greasy, baby. Give me Ohio.
0: I'll go Virginia here. Um, I don't know. I think they just might have a lot to prove after because they didn't get to play last year, obviously. And then uh, the, the, the year they lost was 2019, correct?
1: No, the uh, year that they, they are the defending champions, technically.
0: That's right, because they lost in 2018, came back, won in right. 2019. Okay. Right. So you're right. Then they already did have something to prove. So maybe I should go Ohio.
2: Derek, what did you go again? Uh, I went Virginia.
0: Uh, so I have the deciding vote here. Yeah, let's get real greasy. I like it. Let's go Ohio. All right, so moving on, we're going to stay – or we're going to go to the east now. Um, the only uh, first-round game that we weren't uh, 3-0 on, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes versus the Georgetown. Um, missing the mascot here. Oh, but yes. I think this is So this is the 5-12 that Derek did have as an upset to get that in. Um, anything you like in particular here from Georgetown, Derek? Look,
2: I just – you know, three years ago – on the same faithful podcast we called loyola chicago to go not just to the lead eight to the final four and guess what they did now i'm not saying <laughs> georgetown is going to do that this year but i think they gotta you know i think they're gonna go a little further than we think plus you know I, I think they're just on a hot streak pat ewing you know he's calling out you know nick security james dolan you know nobody knows who he is he's got something to prove man you know the georgetown's gonna win a couple here and i got him
0: Eric, who you like here? The Buffs? I like, I like Colorado.
1: So um, if you guys are familiar with Ken Palm rankings, it's basically just an efficiency metric. I, it's really easy to pull up the ones from years past. The year that Loyola Chicago went to the Final Four, they were 31st. It's basically a combination of offensive defense, offensive and defensive efficiency. So they were 31st. This year, Georgetown is 55th. And just for good measure, Colorado is 17th. I was gonna say uh, it's
0: 55th. Good.
1: Well, doesn't that's, sound very good. Past past like 40 is kind of where it gets dicey on if they will make the tournament. Basically, everybody on the the north side of 40 is is in the tournament for the most part. Like Duke and Penn State and Memphis are the only ones who are not. So I just. I was impressed watching Colorado the other day, and I don't like Georgetown. But I also think that 512s are pretty much pickums in the end, too. So, Joey, if you want to pick Georgetown, I got no beef.
0: I'll go with Georgetown just to give
1: Derek a, a team in <laughs> the next round. That's fine. I think that they could easily win. And right, it's now, also worth noting that the Pac-12 is not very good either. So,
0: at anything really. <laughs> All right, but making uh, look, stay up
1: late.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, moving yeah. over to the South. Um, first game we got to debate uh, is the UNC versus Wisconsin. Um, main thing to note here is just kind of the demise of UNC and Duke, two powerhouse schools that. Usually, pretty much always getting one and two seeds um, going into this year, but uh, this year is quite something different, wouldn't you say, Eric?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I want I want Kentucky and them to make it. You know, Kentucky's another one that missed the tournament. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Everyone's got to earn it just the same. You don't get to go to the tournament just because you're called Duke or North Carolina.
2: Who do you have moving on, Derek? Uh, I'm picking Wisconsin. I just feel like, well, you know, I haven't heard much about this team. They always seem to do fairly well in the tournament, and you know, it's not like UNC hasn't throughout history. But I don't know. I just, I think Wisconsin would be interesting here, so I picked them. I'll go Wisconsin as
0: well. Um, I think they kind of just put UNC out of their misery, to be honest.
1: Eric, what do you think? I think Wisconsin's just better. I think that Wisconsin is one of the most Like under-seeded teams in the whole tournament, I think that they're good enough to be a four seed. Um, So I'm good. I'm good with that.
0: That might be also worth um, probably a wager, just because you know a lot of a lot of newer sports. There's going to be so many states right now that have newer sports betters. They're going to immediately see the name UNC. They're going to see the C. They're going to be like, "Wow, what the heck happened there?" They're probably going to look at the price tag to bet. On them at first, Wisconsin, and so you probably might be able to get a decent number on Wisconsin just because UNC has that that name recognition. Um, kind of like how the Cowboys always has have historically gotten lopsided money placed on them just because of the name, even though they're most times horrible. But uh, just might be something to look into. So moving on, we got uh, Villanova. Um, Anybody not having Villanova moving on here? I feel like we already got our number five seed upset. I got number five Villanova moving on. Eric's already waving at me.
1: Well, so you understand that Villanova just lost co-ACC or co-Big East Player of the Year, Colin Gillespie, to torn MCL right before the Big East tournament started, and they've lost two out of three games since then. They also have lost... Justin Moore, who's one of I think he's like twelve points a game guy, um, and so they got beat in the Big Twelve or in the conference tournament by, I guess it was Georgetown. Uh, it might have been Marquette, but I again <laughs> I don't have Georgetown advancing. So if, again, if you guys want to pick Nova, I think that's fine, just because Jay Wright is a you know, battle-tested coach, and he's won this tournament twice. So there's something to be said about that. Um, but, I, again, I just like went through. Up, They only lost one game during the regular season. Could have, you know, they're up. I think they lost it by one or two points. Um, so that's just. And also, something to note about this one is it's going to be very trendy. This is probably going to be the most commonly picked 12-5 upset. So it could be a way to kind of get a leg up on your on your groups. By picking Villanova if they do pull it out.
0: See, and I like that. It's kind of like a good leverage play when right. yeah, if have to
1: feel it's risk reward, right? Because because it, it's going to be training. Like I guarantee you that more than half your bracket group picks went through. Just
0: them. So I kind of like Nova then, Derek. What do you
2: think? Well, I I basically just picked Nova uh, because of Jay Wright, like Eric mentioned. But um, you know, if they have all those injuries, I could certainly see an upset there, but. I know. I'm playing it safe. If you're just playing for the bracket challenge and just for wins and stuff, I I don't know. I just went with Nova. It looks safe on paper.
1: Yep. I I think picking Nova is good for trying to win your bracket.
0: Okay, moving on to the Midwest. Only one pick here of the first round. uh, Tennessee versus Oregon State. The Beavers. Who do you have here, Mr. Eric? Who would win in a fight? The Volunteers or the Beavers?
1: Well, so we... (laughs) I was actually filling out a bracket earlier today with, with my friend. Uh, and we, we actually had the volunteers winning and I mean like a, a mascot bracket who would, who would win a fight. Uh, it just seems like the volunteers are like peoples, you know, um, and, I don't know, the beavers aren't that exciting, but, uh, I think Tennessee is going to win here. I don't love Tennessee as a team overall, but I like Oregon state a lot less. Uh, I don't think Oregon State deserves to be in this tournament. I think they got super lucky to win a weak conference tournament. Um, So no, I got Tennessee. Quick, Derek. Uh, I
2: have I have Tennessee moving on. I feel like just as as a program, they've played pretty well over the past few years. So I have them over the Beavers.
0: All right, we'll go chalk then for the Midwest. All uh, lower seeds. Okay, moving on to the round of 32, back up to the west, Gonzaga versus OU. Um, Austin Reeves uh, has had some really good games this year and some really good plays. Uh, Do you think it's enough to beat Gonzaga here in this game, Eric?
1: No. No. I would just say now that choosing Gonzaga out of this region is an absolute bust from a gambling perspective. There, there is no way that they don't advance out of this, out of this region. <laughs> um, and and they, I mean, I was looking at the all American team today. They have three players on the top two all American teams. That's fucking ridiculous. It's part of my favorite.
0: Well, got that explicit tag already. 14 We're minutes
1: to in for that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> all right, Derek. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't think. I think everybody would be shocked if uh, the Zags don't get out of this region yeah. but yeah so i got and know you more. wanted
0: to bounce so you for the last game anyways so
2: yeah just just uh i don't know perfect. uh freshen it up
1: listen not right. you're trying to get a perfect bracket Derek. it's not just about screwing people over <laughs> we're getting every game right
0: all right and what will sure to be primetime television ucsb versus ohio Derek, who you got here
2: well, seeing as I had Creighton before, uh, I don't, I guess <laughs> this is, a, this is a ridiculous matchup, by the way, you guys are out of your <laughs> mind if you think this happens, but yeah, you know uh, but in my opinion, but, uh, if I had to pick one of these, I guess UCSB, if they were on that hot, that good of a streak before, cause I mean, I just honestly, honestly don't know much about Ohio. Well, again, both of
1: these teams won their conference tournaments easily. Um, I'm picking Ohio because they have the best player. Um, Jason Preston is their point guard, and he'll play in the NBA. Um, so that's that's just why I'm leaning that way. That seems to be, be kind of in a similar way that CJ McCollum was able to lift 15-seeded knee-high over Duke in 2012.
0: Yeah, go so, tell that to DeAndre Ayton, buddy, and the fight. Uh, that's a good
1: point. That's a good point. It's a different kind of program, though, right?
0: I guess. I don't know. Way, I'm just always,
1: I, I If you go back and listen to the podcast from 2018, I remember. We I wanted told to tell you Buffalo. guys you did. No, that you Buffalo didn't. was going to beat them.
0: You did. I, I remember that. Yeah. We, <laughs> got, we got
1: Marshall was going to be Wichita State, too. You didn't listen.
0: We, so, I, remember, I specifically I remember the Buffalo. I just thinking pick. about that today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will, um, I'll break the tie here and go UCSB. Um, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of in Derek's logic that if they are going to be Creighton, I think they might just be on a good run. Um, USC versus Kansas, kind of another team uh, in Kansas that um, where people are probably used to seeing them in a the one or two seed most years. Um, I'd say recently they've fallen back. Obviously, they had the COVID issue, so were forced out of the Big Twelve tournament. Um, do you think they're able to rebound here and get a win versus the
1: Spartans, Eric? No. I think USC will win. It, it, it really depends a lot on Kansas's health. So a lot of their status is up in the air right now. They have, they have three players that were out for COVID, including their starting center. They really don't have great size aside from him, David McCormick. So it really just depends, and especially if McCormick is out. USC has you know a studly center Evan Mobley who will be a top five three two draft pick. So I don't if David McCormick is out for sure USC if he's not maybe USC. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go USC just to kind of stray away from chalk. Yeah. <laughs> even though we've got a 12 seed in there. Uh,
2: well, I'm, I'm well. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the dates in my head right. I forgot when that those cases came out. But I mean, you know, this game's six days away. So yeah, it really just depends if you know if these both these, these teams make it. Yeah, it's six days away from now. Um, it's probably
0: right on the cusp.
2: Yeah. So it's guess it's just hard to tell. I like, guess
1: just
0: uh, even then they a, probably will be pretty uh, out of shape.
1: So that was five days ago. That would have been that. Or sorry, four days ago. That would have been last Friday that Texas advanced to the big 12 final.
2: Yeah, right. so, so you really are on the cusp there. So um, I guess it's hard to say, I, I guess just for the sake of moving on, I want to, I want to pick Kansas just cause they're a blue chip program, you know, in history, but you know, who knows?
0: You know, that's a, that's the thing I'm thinking about now is I wonder how many people are picking against Kansas mm-hmm. knowing that they have these COVID potential issues um, again, could be uh, a pretty high seed that actually gets underpicked to advance to the Sweet 16 just because of that. Um, yeah,
1: it, it's it's also worth noting that in the Big 12 tournament without all of those players, they they actually blasted OU. They, the final score was not indicative of how bad they beat them. They were by 20 at halftime and ended up winning by like seven. But they still played really, really well in the first half of that game. It's very possible that they could get to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight still.
0: All right, I'm going to move on Kansas just because of that leverage play I spoke of earlier. Um, I think that's, uh, that's actually kind of a, a smart way to get a leg up. All right, so moving on to, honestly, I, this is definitely going to be one of the games I really hope happens and I will for sure watch. Uh, Oregon versus Iowa. Um, me and Eric love Chris Duarte. He won us. $9.09 uh, way back in, what was that, October? No, I mean November.
1: That was uh, in uh, late December, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, he won us. Uh, uh, he fought for our $10 for sure and uh, and got us the dub. So since then, we're big uh, Chris Duarte fans. Uh, but on the other side, you have Luca Garza, who that guy's a grown ass man. So. Um, it's hard to pick up and pick against him. Definitely, we'll be betting the spread here
2: for Oregon. I think
0: uh, just to get uh, a little action on Duarte. Um, but I think I think Iowa probably moves on. Uh, Derek, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I'm picking Iowa here just simply because of Luca Garza. You know that guy's that guy's a beast. So uh, yeah. that's who I picked. <laughs> Mr.
1: Stairs sounds good to me. All
2: right.
0: Okay, moving on to the East: Michigan versus LSU. Um, any big big takes here, Derek? Uh,
2: for me, I've got Michigan still making a run, even though you know they got the livers injury on that team. Um, I just I just think all around they're a better program here. So yeah, they're going to beat LSU in my opinion, and that's who we got.
1: Stairs, I right, LSU. Isaiah Livers brings a certain amount of like swag to that team, and and granted they have four other outstanding players. Hunter Dickinson and Franz Wagner are stupidly good. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. LSU's just playing good right now. They took they took Alabama to the absolute limit in the SEC championship game. They knocked off Arkansas who had won 13 consecutive SEC games. Uh, I just like LSU and I like watching them play so I kind of want them to win. but again, wouldn't be surprised um, I just I was surprised to see Michigan lose to Ohio State in the conference tournament even without livers and the fact that they did kind of scares me a little bit but Michigan's still very good
0: um, I'll take uh, Michigan here uh, I think I think you're right that LSU did play really well in that in that conference championship versus Bama um, again this is another instance where Maybe a lot of people do have that in the back of their head of just recent play, and totally. maybe it starts to correct itself here. And again, it's kind of a pretty early on to bounce out a number one seed. So um, I'd be curious to see how many how many uh, brackets have that that upset in particular of Michigan versus LSU. But I got Michigan moving
1: on. What I will tell you is I've looked at an infinity number of expert brackets over the past Holy. few days. Yes, Doctor Strange. I have not seen a single one that has Michigan in the final four. See, so, there you go. Take that as you will. I'm not saying they're gonna make it there or they're not. Just God. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Georgetown FSU. Derek, I'll pitch it to you. You had the Georgetown moving on. Do you see them moving on again?
2: I guess if I had them over Colorado, I wouldn't find it surprising for them to beat FSU. So, I mean, part of me just wants to say, keep, the, keep it rolling for them. Uh, keep it rolling? Keep it rolling past looks FSU. Like, so, uh, looks I don't like know Stairs is in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: in. in. So, Dude, they're going. The, thing, the thing about Florida State is they are not the same team whenever they're not in Tallahassee. And they – Just haven't been playing that well recently. You know, they lost to Notre Dame in the final regular season game, and then they got beat by Georgia Tech, I think, in the ACC tournament. Who's playing well, but you would still expect ACC to beat them. Um, I'm not sure about Georgetown's size. Florida State is ginormous, but I'm down to send Georgetown through here. All right, Georgetown's going well. in the in the Sweet Sixteen. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it's all about. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is.
0: All the grease, baby. Popeye's chicken sandwich. All right, BYU, Texas. Anybody not have our alma mater moving
2: on? Look, I know that I want, we choke a lot, but I've got, come on. We're, I've got Texas going on here.
1: I want to at least talk about it. So Texas is very good at being huge. Right, we have three ginormous big men. You know, Sims and and Kai Jones, and even Greg Brown is kind of like a stretch forward, but still a big guy. BYU was really good size too. They have the tallest player in NCAA Division One, Matt Harms, uh, grad transfer from Purdue. You got some other huge white tree looking dude as well. So. If we play BYU, don't expect it to be a blowout. They are also ranked higher than us in NCAA evaluation tool rankings as well as Ken Palm rankings. So I, I'm i nervous. I hope that they lose to either UCLA or Michigan State because I don't want to play them. But I'm still going to pick Texas.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. UConn versus Alabama. Um, I personally got Alabama here. I think they just had to have played much harder basketball than UConn probably has, so um, they're probably going to be ready for this competition. Eric, any disagreement there?
1: No, UConn's going to be a trendy pick. They've been playing well. Um, James Booknight is also a high draft choice or like projected draft choice, but uh, the Niles, they're
2: darn good. (laughs) Derek? Roll Tide, but in basketball. I don't know. That sounds weird saying, but yeah. I got attacked. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh Baylor, Wisconsin, over to the south. Um, I did not personally have Baylor getting
1: bounced out here. Any disagreements there? I think they could, but I'm not gonna pick it because I don't have that big of balls. <laughs> Again, um, after COVID, they just haven't looked the same. Yeah, you know, they they were off for like two weeks. They barely beat Iowa State in their first game back. They ended up losing to Kansas later that weekend. Uh, they did come back with a couple good wins against Oklahoma State and Tech, but then they got beat by Oklahoma State in a the tournament. They're not the same as they were, just saying. Um, but, no, I think they'll advance here.
0: Villanova-Purdue, anybody got any issues there? I don't, I, don't, I don't
2: have a sway pick. I don't have particular sway in either team. I just picked Purdue here. I mean, um, you know, Eric, Eric already talked about from last round that Nova is, uh, uh, you know, yeah, has a I got So it could be an easy Purdue pick here if they make it this far.
0: I got two ways of thinking here. One is that if you have Villanova winning this game, it doubles your bet, basically, that they're going to get past uh, Winthrop, which a lot of people have as the upset. So you can even double down on, like, how much you're getting. My other bet is maybe we go Purdue here just because that way we can try to get that that win and then be done and not not worry
1: about it too much.
0: That's kind of I the lean I,
1: I think Purdue will advance regardless of who they play in the second round. Okay. Purdue well, is, yeah. is yeah. sound.
0: All right, then we'll move Purdue on. Okay, moving on to Texas Tech uh, versus Arkansas. Anybody got Chris Beard not moving on?
1: So wait, so you think that Texas Tech will win?
2: I mean, yeah, Big Twelve. Yeah, I mean, on the Big Twelve pick, I I, I put Tech here. Granted, they seem to do kind of poorly on most teams, but beat Texas <laughs> two out of three. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they they probably will lose this game, but I have Tech moving on.
1: I I don't know, Big Twelve bias. So, um, I think that Tech is another another team that's, like, under-seeded. Uh, if y'all know, if y'all are familiar with, like, Pythagorean record, that's basically, like, expected record versus, or, like, minus real record. And their difference is the biggest one in the whole tournament field, which means they're the most unlucky team in the whole field. Like, I... I love Arkansas. I, I think Arkansas can go to the Final Four. Um, I'm sure also Jerry okay. Jones
0: is happy to hear that.
1: <laughs> they're super good. I'm also okay with Tech advancing here because I, I – like I was telling Silva, I hate Tech, and I, but I hate that I have to hate them. I wish that I liked them because they're so good and Chris Baird is such a good coach.
0: Um, all right. We'll move on. Texas Tech, the Raiders. Uh, Florida versus Ohio State. Anybody not have Ohio State moving on
2: here? Got Ohio State pretty easily. All right.
1: Yeah, Ohio Um, State's wrong.
0: Moving on to the Midwest, the Battle of Illinois. Illinois versus Loyola.
2: Do we go? Aaron, we're going do back we to 2018 it? and Loyola's gonna beat Illinois just Do we wind the no, clock back? No, there's no way. But mind man, the wouldn't the that be crazy?
1: Back. Okay, so I mean, we were uh, like Sister Jean. I will not cap. I will not cap. So they I said I just said they were 31 in Ken Pom rankings in 2018 when they went to the Final Four. They are number nine this year. Like they, they are the most effective defensive team in the country. In the country. Which means that the average NCAA team, Division I team, would score the least points on them out of anybody. Are
0: anybody. they going to – look, this is the battle of Illinois, Eric. You don't think they're going to get up for this game? I do the, ra- <laughs> the Ramblers are going to go down to Champaign
2: and they're going
1: to – It's in Indianapolis.
2: It's in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, man. Another dream run for Loyola. Anybody?
1: They are good enough. This is a terrible draw. Illinois okay. well, is,
2: is I'm un- picking I'm Loyola right because I will not be
0: he- I will not be the one that did not pick Loyola.
2: I, I don't know if I can <laughs> quite do it, man. I don't I just don't.
1: <laughs> that would be- reason- I'm
2: watching this game 100 percent but I just
1: don't think they can do it. The only reason that I would consider picking Loyola here is I think that one of the number one seats is going to lose in the second round. I think it will be Baylor or Michigan, but for the sake of our bracket, if we want to pick Loyola, maybe I'm going to leave it up to Derek. Whoever whoever Derek picks, I'm okay, man.
2: Okay, that's it. Then we're we're going back to 2018. Yeah, <laughs> we're running ride, baby. Okay. Let's Loyola, go. The Ramblers are going back. Oh God, baby. <laughs>
0: All right, so now we got Tennessee versus Oklahoma State. Rick Barnes versus Big 12. He's going to see some, um, some Big 12 action again. Who do you like here, Eric?
1: I like Oklahoma State. Uh, and when I say I like Oklahoma State, I mean, I think they're going to win. I hate Oklahoma State. Cade um, Cunningham is absurd. And as I said earlier, I think that Tennessee is, like, really – inconsistent, and they've proven so throughout the season. And so I like this matchup with Oregon State, where I can pick them to win a game, but they're not going to go deep. I think that Oklahoma State will advance comfortably.
2: Derek? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, okay with that pick. I, I could go either way on this one, but uh, let's, let's go with Oklahoma State.
0: All right, moving on to San Diego State versus West Virginia, the Aztecs versus the Mountaineers. Um, I will personally have the Mountaineers moving on.
1: Eric. I'm split. Uh, cause I think that San Diego state isn't getting enough love. I think they're a lot better than people are really realizing they were, they were really going to be a number one seed last year until turned got canceled. And then no one pays attention to the Mountain West. Um, I think San Diego State's going. to uh, I, I have San Diego State even beating Houston in the next round. But again, I don't really believe in West Virginia. I think that Moorhead State might beat them. Derek. So
2: yeah, um, I, I agree. San Diego State uh, moving on here. I mean, I just I, yeah, like Eric said, they're they're raw last year, and I just feel like uh, they always make a little move in the in the tournament, so I've been moving on.
0: Kawhi Leonard. All right. Houston, final one in the suites, or the round of 32, Houston versus Clemson. Um, Eric, what do you got here?
1: I have Houston, and I don't think it's going to be a good game. Um, historically, your national champions are ranked in the top 25 or so in both adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency, and Houston is – number eight and number 16 there's really not many teams that are that meet that criteria so I just think they're going to be an extremely difficult team to beat this year um, I think that Houston will will advance here easily and I
2: agree
0: okay moving on to the sweet 16 back up to the west Gonzaga versus uh, Santa Barbara I think this is probably where the fairy tale ends huh
1: Nah, nah, bro. Gauchos, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Kansas versus Iowa. Probably be another really good game because at this point, um, Kansas will have had enough time to get their players back. Now, will they be fully ready to go? Partially ready to go? Not ready to go? Remains to be seen. Um but Derek, who would you have? Let's say let's go ahead and assume Kansas is full strength, just for this purposes of this argument.
2: Uh, if it, if they're full strength, it kind of I'm, I don't know that'd be tough for me to pick. I mean, I think just uh, for to minimize risk, I would put Iowa <laughs> just without without any doubt at all. Just go with you know the two over the three. But yeah, I mean, if they're fully healthy, I'm not really sure.
1: So, I think that something that a lot of people might not realize about Iowa is is really how magnificent Lugan Garza is. Whenever I've watched games throughout the season, I trust Iowa as much as any of the number one seeds in the list. Just they, whenever you need a basket, all you have to do is give the ball to Lugan Garza. And that baseline for them Makes them so comfortable, they're so difficult to play against, and I would be really, really shocked if they didn't have these maybe to the other day.
0: All right, we'll move on to Iowa. All right, moving down to the east. Anybody not have Michigan beating Georgetown? Derek's Georgetown. I think,
2: I think, I think this is where it ends, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Let's put it this way I don't think I, I don't. <laughs> But then, but then again, I I don't know.
1: No, we gotta go to Georgetown. Are you, you
2: where you're going? Okay, well I guess if we're on the if we're on this run, I picked
1: LSU to lose, or I picked Michigan to lose to LSU. So like
2: I that oh I mean fair enough. Yeah, I mean look if we're gonna we're just, let's ride the fairy tale then you know Michigan you know <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a have a serious injury. Let's let's just keep rolling with Georgetown man. Live,
1: live in uh, John Thompson's legacy through Patrick Ewing at Georgetown. Let's go. Cinderella keeps on dancing.
0: Okay, moving on to Texas, Alabama. Probably might be our toughest challenge. Will be this our toughest be, challenge.
1: If – I think that this is one of the most – like, okay, if you take chalk through all of the regions, I think this is one of the most fascinating games. Yeah. At all. huh Um, How nervous would you
0: be if, let's say, Georgetown beats Michigan the day before and then Texas plays Alabama the day after, knowing that they would then get to play Georgetown for the chance to go to the Final Four? How nervous would you be here?
1: Dude, I am a nervous wreck about to play Abilene Christian, all right? So you can just figure that out, okay? I, I believe burnt Orange basketball, and I've only seen them win one tournament game in the last, you know, since we've been in college. So, uh, yeah, I'd be poo pooing in my panties. Um, you know, my, my brain says that Alabama would win this game, but there is no way I'm picking Texans to lose. So, full send. Yeah, and we, and we can beat anybody. We've proven all season that we can beat anybody. We would. Baylor outplayed us every other game throughout the entire season. We had a chance to win, so yeah, well, right. it'd be it'd be
2: pretty fitting for Texas to win this game, and then they're versus you know a super surprise in Georgetown, and Texas goes to the Final Four. Come on, you know this is, yeah. this is our bracket. Let's go with that. All
0: right, Baylor, Purdue. Um, I know Eric already had issues with Baylor in the last game. Do you think Purdue probably pulls off the upset here?
1: No, not Purdue. Interesting. Purdue is really young. They don't have a lot of a lot of upperclassmen on their team. They're really good, but Baylor has, you know, two world-class players in Jared Butler, and Davion Mitchell, and of course we saw Maceo Teague hit 10 threes against Texas Tech. Mark Vidal does his thing, but I don't think that Baylor would lose to Purdue. I think that Wisconsin or UNC would really give them a run for their money, but I think that Baylor would be good.
0: Derek, who do you have between um, Baylor and Purdue?
2: Uh, I've got Baylor moving on. Mm, don't have much comment on it.
0: All right, Texas Tech versus Ohio State. Um, I think Ohio State probably wins. Um, Andy Lee here, any issues with that between the two of y'all? I've got the Buckeyes.
1: I'm fine with that. Texas Tech is another team that can beat anybody, though.
0: All right. Moving on to the Midwest. Loyola versus Oklahoma State. Who's not picking Loyola?
2: Hey, if they beat Illinois, dude, they're they're gonna be on a, they're they're hot, dude. <laughs> they can beat anybody. I don't know. Do, do we want the dream to die here, boys? Actually, y'all can just vote me out on this. Part. I
1: don't. I don't. How many dreams can we have, uh,
2: dude? So two main dreams, isn't that bad? You know, for the elite
1: eight. Yeah. I, so I, I, so we have we have chalk in the west and the south. Yeah, let's let's wreak some havoc here. I'm down. So
2: we got a yeah, we got a Georgetown and a Loyola. You know, that's pretty good for the lead eight. You know, it might end there, but that's not too surprising.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, San San Diego State versus Houston. Eric, I think you already mentioned you
1: have the Aztecs here. Well, I will will be thinking long and hard about this in between now and Friday. Um, But, I mean – I also have Illinois in the Elite 8 on that side. So, like, I usually just try to put one seed that's not really chalk, right? So, if we don't have Illinois, I'm okay with advancing Houston. But because I have Illinois, I just don't want to have one, two in my Elite 8. Just, it seems likely, but it's probably just not going to happen. So, I, I, If this is our bracket as it exists right now, I would like to pick Houston. I agree. Derek? Houston? Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, moving on to the Elite Eight, Gonzaga versus Iowa. This will be a really good game if this actually comes to fruition. Um, hard to imagine, though, that uh, Luka is going to be able to overcome all of those star players that you mentioned are on the Gonzaga team. Wouldn't you say though, Eric?
1: Yeah, so here's what I want to ask you guys. Do we want to advance Texas? Uh, that's, oh, we're definitely that's kind of the goal. are not the, yeah. If, if yeah. We, yeah. If we want to advance, te- I mean, to the championship game. If we want to advance Texas to the championship game, we need to pick Iowa.
2: No, I, well, I I don't know if that's necessarily the goal. I have the Zags going to the
1: finals. Yeah, I mean, I have, the, I have the
2: Zags going to the finals. I mean, like if we want to just be – We, on might, it,
1: we right. might be Iowa, and I think Iowa has a better chance than beating Gonzaga. Than I mean, Gonzaga.
0: yeah, I, I love the Longhorns, but I think anything more than a final four is – If you're ever playing against Gonzaga. It's Zaga.
1: possible. It's possible. Somebody, somebody else has to beat Gonzaga is the thing. It's not going to be us. I'll tell you that. And, All right. Like we already saw Gonzaga and Iowa play earlier this year, and Gonzaga won by twelve. So, I mean,
0: I, I'm with Derek. I got Gonzaga
1: here. Like I'm doing, I, I see what the advanced Gonzaga. They're they're clear odds on favorites. They're the best team. There's no question about it. Like they're probably not going to lose. But also, you know, winning, winning 32 games in a row is really hard. This is a hard tournament.
0: You know, to be fair, though, that is a good point. If if most brackets have Gonzaga going that far, that would be a I good would, good time like, to jump off the train.
1: If anybody in the entire world is listening to this, I would highly advise against picking Gonzaga to win in your bracket pool. It's, it? I guess it depends on the level of like knowledge that people have. More than half of your group is going to pick Gonzaga. Period. And like, why is that fun? It's not fun to pick Gonzaga to win. Good job, you picked Gonzaga, the twenty-six and 0, number one overall seed. Like, who
2: cares? Hey, if Michigan didn't lose a. Their best player, Uh, I'm a fan of the U of M as you like to, as you, as you know, I I like, I like, I like picking them all the way to the finals. That's that's my alter ego,
1: Cash Matthews. (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay.
1: So are we picking Gonzaga here?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then we're obviously moving Texas past Georgetown. So Baylor, Ohio state. Now do you think it's time to get off the Baylor train,
2: Eric?
1: Yes, again, that would be such a good game. Iowa State is also or Iowa Ohio State is also playing at an extremely high level right now. Um, they, I don't know if y'all watched the Ohio State and Illinois Big Ten Championship game, but that was a doozy. Um, so yeah, I think that I, oh, wow. I think Ohio State will uh, out out tough Baylor. But in the end, just FYI, if you're whenever you're thinking about Baylor, it all comes down to how many threes they make. Um, if they're making threes, there is literally no way you can beat them. Um, if they're shooting thirty percent from three, then you can beat them.
2: Derek, I think they're well. Let's just go with Ohio State. I think Baylor's going to get the jitters. They're ain't going to make their threes. So all
0: right, I like that. I like that. Okay, moving on. Anybody not have Loyola
2: going over onto the Final Four?
1: No, I think we should take Houston. No, we're
2: taking. No, Houston's winning this one. <laughs> this is
1: yeah. we take think. Houston. Houston is uh, extremely good.
0: I'd like I'm, to go on record as being against this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Loyola is not going to be Illinois. No, I'll you, no you, you, guys, you guys
2: are just straight haters. Okay, you know they're going to let the haters <laughs> feel them. And they're going to get, they're going to get, they're going to get, to this level, but they're going to lose it. Of, of course.
1: Houston is, they had like a couple of stumbles during the season, but for the most part, it's just a really darn hard basketball team to beat. They're good on offense and they're good on defense. And they make their free throws and they make much threes. All
0: right. So moving on to the final four, we got Gonzaga, Texas, Ohio state and Houston. We'll start with Ohio state and Houston. Um, Who would you have in this matchup, Eric? I would have Ohio State. I think that Um, makes sense.
1: I just... The only reason I say that is... The Big Ten is just... It's a war every game. And... Again, for the same reason that they beat Baylor, I think Ohio State, if this is the case, will out-tough Houston. Um, I, I love the way that Ohio State plays, and sometimes some like they, they struggled a couple times against Illinois and Michigan during the regular season, but Illinois and Michigan are number one seeds. Um, oh God, this would be such an awesome game. I, I'm going to go Ohio State, though.
0: Derek, uh, hometown or Ohio
1: State?
2: Uh, I'll go Ohio State here. Um, I don't know. I think I think the ultimate awesome national championship game for this tournament would be you know, kind of like the most hype game. And we all know Ohio State has one of the biggest
1: fan bases ever. So, you know, I'm all for. I know another game. team that is in the other side that has a big fan base too. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could I forget? So, so
0: all right. We're finally here, fellas. Gonzaga versus the University of Texas to go to the national championship to play Ohio State. Eric, who do you got?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna pick Texas, and here's why.
0: See, I feel like whoever the three of us gets to pick first just gets to get that take out the window and just just let here's it why. air out, air out, air out. That I'm curious.
2: Laundry. I'm curious about the real yeah. reason why.
1: <laughs> because I don't want to pick Gonzaga to win. Okay, and. I don't think – I think we have a better chance of beating Gonzaga than Ohio State does. Um, And, you know, Gonzaga might beat us by 22 points. I have no idea. But I just – I don't want to advance Gonzaga. Like, I feel like if we pick Gonzaga in the finals against Ohio State, I have no logical reason not to pick Gonzaga. Um, So – This is a podcast made by Longhorns for Longhorns. And how often are we actually going to have a chance to say that we can actually do this? We really can do this. This is a legit possibility. Jesus Christ has anointed Andrew Jones with the oil of life. Champions. Let's go. Texas. Well what happens when
0: Joe Golding takes Abilene Christian University and tells you to shove it?
1: I did I did a bracket today that was like based on just mathematical probability of who's gonna win. The biggest upset was Abilene Christian beating Texas. It was like hey, fucking series. <laughs> uh, like the only the only seat above a 10 that lost. I will um, say
0: that is that is a good another good point about just where we're gonna be entering this bracket is I mean, a large portion of who's going to be in our bracket is going to have Texas at least going to the Sweet 16, I would say. Uh, Probably going towards the Elite or the Elite 8.
1: Maybe even further. I I think almost every single bracket in the group that I made will have Texas in the Final Four. But I do not care because I don't want to have any sort of like uh Conflicting rooting interests, which is why I never bet on Texas games. Um, I just all I care about is winning. And if we if we get to the final four, then I don't answer
0: off. I don't care, I care about my bracket be. at that point.
1: So um, just give
0: me a camera inside that apartment. That's all I want. <laughs> Haven't we Live suffered feed. enough? You know, I mean, is this the year? <laughs>
2: Is This the year, you know, I, I, I just, I guess for this podcast to avoid putting Gonzaga in the finals and then winning the whole thing, it'd be fun to put Texas in. So on.
1: You can put Gonzaga, we can, but if you put Gonzaga in the final four, We're or gonna the win. Championship, yeah. I'm going to pick Ohio State. I'm picking Ohio State. I'm totally <laughs>
2: Henry, so. Joey, are you going to be anti-Longhorn? Do y'all go, or do y'all tier to go Longhorn? I think, I think it'd be fun.
0: <laughs> All right. What just are we even
1: doing. It? I feel like this is like some sort of magical fairy tale bracket at this point with Georgetown Loyal no, and Loyal no, 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 I mean no,
2: no, this, this is happening I think,
0: I think the way we went about it though is very like it makes a ton of sense like the path to get there is very reasonable like toward basically till the final four the final four would be the one game where it'd be like Most like we, there'd be like no one picking us, but up until then, like, I mean, Michigan has every right to lose one of these games, and I think we can.
1: I've looked at an infinity number of brackets, as I said, more than half half have Texas going to the final four.
0: Dr. Strange, it's
1: good to know we have Dr.
0: Strange on the podcast. I'm glad he uh, I don't even get that joke,
1: just so you know. All I know is Derek, that's Sherlock
0: Holmes. All right. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think the path that we laid out makes a lot of sense. So, all right, Derek, Texas, Ohio State in the national championship.
2: Um, who toughs tuff, who, who out? Yeah, so this kind of throws off what I originally had and what I put in my other brackets. But I guess if Texas does play Ohio State, this is my favorite score to use in the tiebreaker. But it would be no it would no it will be seventy sixty-eight and Texas beats Ohio State. Let's go Hook hook 'em awards. Seventy
1: sixty-eight. Yeah, I, I feel like you always gotta pick something that's like uh like four or like three, four, five, six points. I feel like it's gotta be one of those numbers. Just to account for free throws. <laughs> Very rarely going to be just one, but anyways, are we picking Texas to win at all? Is that, is that what that's, that's what's telling
2: me? We're doing it. Sounds like it. <laughs> hey, that wasn't it, it, originally part of the plan. I don't yeah, think. But you it, know what? It is.
1: It is a realistic possibility. It, likely, definitely not. Yet. I still think that there's a possibility that we lose in the first round. There
0: are two. So now that, all right. So, yeah, we're picking Texas. The bracket is finalized. We got Texas winning the national championship 70 to 68. Um, Now that I'm looking back, the two games I will be looking at for Texas from a letdown spot is Georgetown. If we were to beat Alabama, that game versus Georgetown, just be careful. That could be a huge letdown spot. You're probably already thinking you're going to the Final Four. Don't underestimate them. Um, that's going to be a big game to watch. The other one, obviously, Gonzaga. And I guess you have a third third one the Alabama game, too. Those three games are going to be – well, two of them are going to be huge. One of them is going to be kind of – it's kind of like a sandwich game almost where you're going to be looking forward to playing Gonzaga, especially if they if – let's say if Gonzaga played Iowa the day before and you know you're going to be going on to play Gonzaga, you're probably already going to be looking at tape or doing some sort of preparation – assuming you're beating Georgetown. So that'd just be an interesting um, uh, sandwich game that could be in the making.
1: All right. losing the first round, so it's not
2: going to happen. <laughs> look, even, okay, if, they, even if they, even if they do look, we, we already, Texas could beat any of those other teams. So definitely. All right. No doubt about All right. How does
0: it feel to have picked the perfect bracket? Well, you know,
2: with Loyola going that far, it's going to be perfect 100%. dude.
1: Make sure sure that you choose to enter the sweepstakes on ESPN, and then we can all split the the Hyundai Sonata that we win. All
0: right. It is submitted. Okay. Well, we're almost at an hour, so let's go ahead and sign off quickly here. Any other uh, final takes, Derek, before we get out of here?
2: Uh, No more takes. I'm just kind of excited to get this started. I've been missing it. March Madness is one of the best sporting events. So I'm Just waiting for it to get started.
0: Yeah. Eric?
1: Yeah, baby, two years, two years in the making. Just honestly feeling emotional um, that it's been that long. So, you know, the Texas fight, you know, let's let's also make some money.
0: I am with you. I mean, I, I seriously, it, you, you're kind of right. It is pretty awesome to have a team that, like, at least maybe like in 1% you've even less of the outcomes actually could do it versus a team that like, Hey, let's just not lose in the first round. Like can't tell, can't say enough, how much better of a feeling that is going in. So all I'll right. First,
1: lose in the first round, though. Anyways.
0: Well, of course, I mean, that would be <laughs> just, that would be com- complete, <laughs> complete and utter perfectness to just lose everything right off the bat. All right. So for Eric and for Derek, I'm Joey. Thanks for uh, tuning in for the Joey Morales show. We will see you later, folks.